guys, welcome back to Tell Me About It. If you're new around here, nice to meet you. I'm Jade Iovine, and every week, my guests and I have heart-to-hearts about the messy side of life. The bloopers, mistakes, rejections, heartbreaks, mental health crises, and everything in between. Together, we leave our highlight reels at the door and only talk about the stuff that makes us human. You know, the stuff you've convinced yourself you're alone in going through. The stuff you only tell your best friends after you've had a drink or two. The stuff that often gets conveniently left off of our social media platforms. My one and only hope for each episode is that we all feel a little more brave, maybe a little less crazy, and a lot less alone after learning that even the women we think are perfect also have lives that are very far from. Let me start by saying candidly, I love this episode. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I just loved it from start to finish. It was so fun to record. I've been a loyal follower of Amanda Hirsch's, more commonly known as Not Skinny But Not Fat, for a while now. And when I learned that she accepted our invitation to come on the show, I may have actually shrieked with excitement. As a self-titled reality TV professional, you have to understand how hard it was for me not to exclusively talk to her about famous people we don't know. But truth be told, the stuff we got into was way, way better. We talked about our shared anxiety and depression and the joys that come with those mental illnesses. She told me about starting antidepressants and we talked about the rocky road of denial we both experienced. I asked Amanda all about Instagram etiquette and got all of her do's and don'ts. We talked about transitional periods in life and how they can shake you to your very core. And we talked about not peaking in high school, the things that can still knock her confidence to this day, and what's really going on behind her famous Instagram account. This is your formal PSA to follow at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Thank me later. But if you don't follow her yet, let me tell you a little bit about Amanda. Amanda is the founder and creator of Instagram and podcast, Not Skinny But Not Fat, your home for everything entertainment, celebrity gossip, and reality TV. Amanda has been able to build an engaged community that transcends pop culture by showing the highs and lows of her life as an entrepreneur, wife, and new mother living in New York City. Okay, let's get to it. Here is the legendary Amanda Hirsch. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jade. I am the biggest not skinny but not fat fan. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people say that. I Mm -hmm. love your Instagram, primarily, honestly, because you're up so goddamn early that, like, it's amazing because the content starts so early. I know. I A lot of, like, international people, like Australia, like, they thank me a lot. Yeah, it's nice. It works. But then I think of, like, Pacific people probably hate me because if I go to sleep at, like, 10 p.m., which, like, I've become that person, then, like, 7 p.m., like, I stop posting, you know, that I'm like, I'm so sorry. No, I love it. This Pacific timer really loves it. But it's, (laughs) like, like dinner time for you in one-year-old world, right? Like, you have been up since, what, five? Oh, my God. I've been up since five today. And it's wild. First of all, it really like I know you were just, you know, saying that as like a a joke. But in terms of food, yeah, I am ready for dinner. Oh, totally. In terms of food, I've had two meals and I'm starving, like going in the (laughs) third. So in terms of just like nutrition, it's really hard because you're hungry way earlier and you're just trying to keep up with like what meals do you eat at what hours of the day? For those of you listening, it's 9 a.m. in L.A. and 12 p.m. in New York. 
And I know congratulations are in order from yesterday. Oh, I thought that Noah turned one, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, that too. But mostly the fact that our Lord and Savior, Kim Kardashian, started following you yesterday. No, Jade, that has to be a mistake. Like, it's not, I'm, I, I, like, people are like, how are you not freaking out more? And it's like, because it's not true. Like, it's not true. But are you, like, more self-conscious to, like, post? I'd be, like, frozen. I'd be paralyzed by Well, no. No, because I'm in denial. Um, And... I mean, that's the thing. I I hate that that person that's like not like I died. Like I died when I saw that. But I'm so in denial. Like I'm just it doesn't make sense. I'm like, she doesn't even follow Nori's black book who like (laughs) devoted the fucking. Does she not? She doesn't. I that's checked. That's bizarre. Was like, I know. She doesn't follow a lot of people at all. She follows like Ariana Grande and Extina, like <laughs> aside from her family. And I'm freaking out. And I'm like, no, oh, she's, you like, have it's made a matter it. of the, no, she's she's going to fit. If it wasn't by mistake, like she's going to figure it out. No, I think you're in. No, but listen, Jade, like I'm going to be like people are going to judge. But, you know, a judge away judge. Courtney, away. I would have died as well, obviously. Yeah. But it would have made more sense because she sees my stories. I right. see her little face on the bottom. We interact <laughs> yes. like yes. I'm almost like it's like I'm Addison in the making. So I would have been like, <laughs> yes, finally, like makes sense. She knows what I'm about. Like she's seen right. so much of my bullshit. With Kim, I feel like it almost happened. By the way, excuse me if I'm like talking about this too much, but it's you're the first person I'm like talking to about this. So I'm dissecting every like my little sister today. She was like, I mean, she's with Steph Shep in Palm Springs. And like, and I've interacted with Steph Shep a bunch. So I'm like, did Steph Shep tell her? That's what I think happened. I'm such a loser because I'm not even you. And I analyzed it. (laughs) But that's like truly what happened. I know for sure. Like Steph probably. I know for sure. I definitely wasn't there. (laughs) Steph, if you're out there somewhere listening, we need to know what happened immediately. Please let us know. But, like, I feel like Steph definitely said to her, like, do you follow that amazing Instagram account? Like, it's so funny, blah, blah, blah. And she's probably like, yeah, I look at it all the time and then followed it. Like, I feel like you were in conversation, which is even better. But it doesn't make sense still, Jade, because if someone tells you there's this amazing Instagram account, you'll start with creeping. You know, you'll start with looking. You don't commit fucking right away. No, I think she knew about you. I think she, No, she knows for sure. She knows for sure because... Um, Tracy Romulus. Rom- yeah, Romulus. Yeah, Romulus. Oh my Whatever. god, yeah. fuck me. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's arguably more embarrassing that I know how to pronounce it. So Tracy follows me and has sent me skims, and okay. that's right. I saw that. So for sure, it's like there. And also their cousin, Cece, if you guys are like huge fans, like follows me. So I know I'm like there. I'm like, right. out in, like I'm, 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 I'm there. I'm in the like, I don't know what you're they're saying. in the universe. You're in the conversation, which is sure. fucking wild. Right. And like I've said shit before that wasn't like, but you know what? I'm still going to be who I like. I can't people are like, I can't believe you're like, like the day I got Kim's like I made fun of Kim's skims yeah story but like right. i think i do it in a way that they they know that i love them and i respect them so totally. even and they have such good self-humor i mean you saw with nori's black book like she goes hard like on the fucking 100%. kid you know and like on chloe especially so it's yeah like, 
Yeah, no, for and sure. And they I, had her on. So that's, and they had her on the fucking show. So that just shows you. I mean, that's just one of the, obviously yeah. they don't like cruelty, but they have self They have a good sense. Yeah, they, they're sure. self-deprecating for sure. Like they have good senses of humor, but that's so crazy that like your Instagram account is part of their world now, you know? No, but I promise you, Jade, we'll follow up in a month. Like no way she's going to keep that follow. Like no fucking way. Uh, I say she is. No, I just can't. I say she is. I can't accept it. Because honestly, I'm going to give you a compliment. I really think I'm going to give you several throughout this interview, but this one's first. I think you straddle that funny, like really spot on calling people out on their bullshit, but you keep it positive. And I don't think that's the thing I was going to say before is like, I feel just like lucky that that's my vibe. Right. Because if I had to try, then it wouldn't probably work but I think I think I made a lot of probably negative comments and mean comments but I a lot of people you'll just notice have like a hating attitude right they hate most of the people they talk about and a lot of Instagram accounts or Twitter accounts or whatever can have that vibe I could definitely like hate on someone you could tell I'm not a fan but like I can also fucking love like right I can like love to like a point of like why are you so obsessed so I think it's like just like the natural feelings that we all have. Like they're people that we really look up to and totally, but, but yeah, but it did, th- there did become a point where I was like, I'm not going to change just because I've, gr- my account has grown or because more of the people I'm talking about may follow or may see, but I do have kind of like a two second, like filter. That's like, before I put it out, I need to feel okay. That if the person sees it, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. So even if it's talking shit, like if I talk shit about, you know, Katie, the bachelorette, like I need to say, okay, if Katie ever is like, what bitch that I'm like, yeah, I thought it was dumb. You know, that I like feel confident in my feelings and I won't backpedal. Yeah. Because it's true. Like, like have you posted yesterday? We're just going to, I'm like, we'll get into the interview. I promise in a second. But how you posted, like, that someone wrote, like, oh, my God, she's becoming the worst or whatever. So if you don't follow Amanda, basically, she posted this picture. She got sent skims, like, in a PR package. They sent her all of their thongs. And obviously, that's extremely exciting. So Amanda posted a picture thanking skims in one of their thongs. Like, not, like, a full-ass picture. Just, like, a picture of her, like, abdomen and the top of the thong. So one of her followers tried to send the story to one of her friends, I assume, and wrote, she's becoming the worst, but accidentally sent it to Amanda and Amanda reposted it. It's on her feed. You can see it. But it's so funny. Like the way the woman tries to backtrack after Amanda calls her out is next level. No, the backpedal, the backpedal, the backpedal was was the best part. I know I had to, though. The thing is, like, she's so skinny. It's like, oh, my God, Lord, help. Yeah, she really tried. She really tried. And you know what? I may have pulled an Emrata. Like, I that's the thing here. (laughs) A person I kind of, you know, throw shade at is Emrata. Emily Ratatowski. Excuse the Dakota, which again, like, excuse the Dakota. Yeah, no one. I don't know. Like, I always I do overanalyze like at night when I'm supposed to be sleeping. Like if I was Emily, like, would I be offended or would I be like whatever? Or because no one's saying like she's, you know, a horrible person. She says we're just saying like, bitch, you know, you're fucking hot. Yes. A day after you gave birth, you posted yes. that thing. Calling we out know, bullshit. Yeah, we just are calling her out. But yeah, so it was kind of a thirsty pick that I posted. Not at all. It's just I, like I, mean, <laughs> it's, I just wanted to like, you know, 
fucking promote my Kim Kardashian and they sent me these thongs and like I can't show people the thong yeah so I was trying to show like the front dip and like at certain angles when the certain light hits and I'm like before a meal maybe there's some definition that belonged in a former (laughs) life like I don't even know how it's there and then you probably know like there's so much love and most of the comments are like supportive and amazing but it's so funny that when I'll like skim and I'll see like no pun intended. Something will yeah. jump out to me in my DMs, and it's just like it's. I didn't get offended at all. I, I immediately knew I was gonna post it, and it's just right. so funny. And I'm sure she doesn't hate me, but. right? But you have to like straddle having the people that you talk about follow you and your loyal fans. But I think you just do it naturally. I mean, things have come. I don't know if you followed me back in the day, but. About like three years ago, I found I was watching This Is Us. I was like loving it. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna go look at Mandy Moore's profile and like couldn't find it. And I was like, that's so weird. She's like not on Instagram. And then I was like with my sisters, and they were like, nope, she's on Instagram. And then I was like, am I fucking blocked by Mandy Moore? And this led to like you can imagine spiraling of like how what did I say? I was like trying to remember. I was like. I was like, did I make, I mean, she does dress kind of matronly. Did I ever say that? Like, I was like, trying I to thought remember, it, but like, have I said it? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. And then it was, I talked about it. Like it was my first, you know, ever kind of block that I had no idea. It's not like I was hating on her. It's not like anything. Um, yeah. And it was years and years and years. And then one day I was like talking to my team at Dear Media and one of the people that worked there were like, oh, by the way, I know someone that's friends with Mandy Moore. I was in a like meeting with her and she 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 asked Mandy Moore to unblock you. So you're unblocked now. And I was like, I say what? And I go in and I check and I'm unblocked and I'm no like, no way. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I can't believe like someone did that for me. It was like yeah. the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. And then flash forward to now that she like follows me and interacts. And how far you've come. How far I've come. The two of you. Mandy. But even the two of you. Yeah. This- I know. But I'm never going to bring it up, Jade. I'm pretending like it never <laughs> happened. I'm like, totally. Yeah. We don't have a, you know. <laughs> You're like that Because I don't want to. Because imagine I did something, but she just forgot because she's like so busy. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. This is the perfect spot for us to take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Okay. So let's start at the fucking beginning. Where did you grow up? Where, how did this all begin? What was your childhood like? I grew up, so I'm not like Hilaria Baldwin, and I can actually make it really easy to, like, explain. So born in New York, yeah. lived here till I was seven. When I was seven, my parents got divorced, and my fam- my mom's family is all in Israel, so she was like, let's go be with my family, and we ended up staying because it was really nice. Um, so we lived there for seven years. So you were raised by a single mom? Completely, yeah. Cool. Yeah, completely single mom of three, which, like, now that I have one, I'm like, no, like, literally how? No, superhero status, like, truly. Like, I usually would always, we, we're a family that writes cards, so every year I, I'm like, I don't know how you did it, and I get really sappy because she loves that shit, but yeah. now that I have a kid, I'm like, no, but really, technically, how did you do right. it? Because it makes it, And no, you have a husband, yeah. Yeah, it's just so hard, so... So I think that's like also why she wanted to be where her family was. So then we spent seven years in Israel, which was for me, age seven to 14. And those were like the years. Like, yeah. I'm so happy I got to have a childhood, like, especially because I was supposed to grow up in New York, which would have been so different. 
I probably would have like done drugs at 11. So in Israel, it was living in a place where you could just like walk to the beach and like yeah. be on the street in your bathing suit and have a community pool. And it was just like a different, like, I'm so glad I got to. So nice. Grow up there. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was really nice. Yeah. Growing up in New York, I feel like would be, like you said, it's very totally hardcore. different experience. Yeah. Totally different. But then when I was 14, yeah. Oh my God. It's so wild that it's all seven years, seven years born and raised here, seven years there. And then my mom wanted to move back. It became okay. an age where my older sister was like 17. I was 14. My younger sister was like 12. I don't remember. And my mom was like, you know, it's enough. We need to go to like the land of opportunities and back to the States and whatever. And we all hated it. I literally wanted to die. Like before you moved, were you upset? You were like, I don't want to go. Oh my God. No, I was so yeah. like happy. And I had so 14 many friends. Is hard. Yeah. That's hard age. I mean, yeah, but I was kind of thriving. I was like popular. No, I'm I saying was, it's like, like a hard age to move to like totally. Yeah. You. Yeah. But what I got lucky about is like, a, it was so dumb. I wasn't fully developed. I feel like looking back, like I had yeah. no like anxieties or no, right. I was just kind of like my friends, you know, but I was at a good age. Cause when I came here was freshman year of high school. So then oh, you're like, okay. That's you know true. what I mean? That's true. I didn't think of that. Still a dumb bitch, but came in at <laughs> freshman year. So that's neat. Like everyone's new. So yeah, I moved back to New York at 14, did high school in the city. So from Israel to like a liberal high school in New York City, huge like transition. But when you're young enough, you know, you're not as phased by change. For sure. For sure. And then so went to went to public school in New York, college. And then after college, I went to Ithaca. I always have to say like next to Cornell, the yeah, Ivy League in Ithaca, <laughs> but not the Ivy League. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's still a good school. Like, it's better you know. that way. Trust it's me, be- it's yeah. better that oh, way. <laughs> why did you go to Ivy League? No. Okay. <laughs> You're like, as a Harvard graduate. No, quite the opposite, actually. I went to University of Miami, but clearly I'm just bitter. No, listen, people like really like killed themselves all over Cornell. For like there sure. were there were like places that were closed off because they were known to like be just like ha- be good spots for jumping. And I'm not yeah. kidding. And I think it was like everyone was just smoking weed. Yeah. Um, it's better. It's better. Yeah. Way. So. So then I finished college and I was always like, like I went to school for marketing and advertising and I was like internships and resume. Like I was that bitch, like that fucking bitch. And then I finished college and I had like IOUs from like companies and like the whole thing. But I was like, before I start my career, like I'm going to go to Israel uh, again to like hang out and kind of, you know, beach it up dude it up I didn't right. get a lot of ass in college and I was like need to go You're to like, where the yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it, my luck was with the guys was like not in America I don't know why me and that's Americans interesting yeah that's super interesting but I also feel like it's really good not to have good luck with guys like in high school it's really good for your why character it's just good for your character not to mm. peak in high school is just good all around you know, that's funny. I always when people say the word like I'll always remember this podcast review that I got from this girl that was like, that girl sounds like she picked in high school. And I just want to find her and be like, no, bitch, Excuse I'm peaking me. now. Yeah. I'm peaking now. I don't know like, if you've noticed. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did not peak in high school. Like, honestly, I'll send you pictures. Yeah, um, no, me neither. I was very confident, by the way, like didn't lack any confidence, but 
was not peaking in any sense of the word. Right. But you were able to uh, like gain a sense of humor. You know? Yeah. And oh my yeah. God. I was like, I was in the crew in high school of like weed smokers, pierced up. Tat- yes. I was like the West with the West Village crew, even though I lived in fucking Riverdale and had to take the uh, train far. So yeah, definitely, definitely wasn't the girl that was like, you know, hooking up and, and all the guys wanted her. But I always kind of had in Israel, like the vibe that if I just took a flight, like there'd be a lineup. So I had that to kind of live. And also, like, I was literally going to study abroad in Argentina when I was in college because I was like, Argentinians are hot. Like, that's how dumb I was. Yeah. (laughs) But that's a good reason. Oh, my God. What other reasons should there be? Right. What fucking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So college and then Israel and then basically I had a flight to Israel for a month and I ended up meeting my now husband and staying with him for five years in Israel Wow! and getting married. I had this whole plan to like hoe out and, and there you he know, was. and fuck. Yeah. Snatched me up. 22. Damn. Damn. How old were you when you got married? 27. 27. Okay. I'm 27 now. So when you moved back from Israel with your husband now, was yeah. that a whole new transitional period? Oh was that God. like, what the that fuck? That was is the roughest. On? Like, that's like the opposite of what I'm telling you. Like, when you're young, you don't know. Like, yeah. when you're older, like, literally the t- a change of like clothes will put me in like anxiety but like totally. no this was like but it's also looking back at how unaware I was because I was like we're moving and like you're gonna like have a tough time but, like I'm here for you I'm gonna be fine because I'm like from there which is true but I hadn't realized that like I'd been living in Israel for five years I got yeah. used to a certain culture a certain way of life and then here we are thrown back in like I was like thrown back into New York you know, taking subways and like the amount of people and like, it was just crazy. And then knowing also that my husband's here with me and like, he needs to lean on me and all yeah. of this kind of. So was I your got, family here at the time? Yeah. yeah. My family, okay. I w- we were staying with my mom, which like didn't add to the, yeah, know, it was <laughs> as much. That's the thing. Like you could be so close with your family and we're the closest, but still like living with, Yes. I'm like insanely close to my family as well, but I would so much rather die. I mean, like, I'm so lucky I don't have to live with them. I understand if those are your circumstances, but like, oh my God, I am like reverted back to like, like, it just is. No, you need your own space. So like that was while we were figuring it out, we were staying with my mom, but it was like bad. It was adding to the stress. And then my anxiety, which had been like pretty quiet for, for years, like came back like full throttle like panic attacks, like no the way. worst of the fucking worst. And I wasn't, I don't think at a good, now I feel like I'm, I know after years of work, like I know, like then I was probably again, like, why is this happening? And I had a friend who was very in tune with like anxiety stuff. And she, she has a sentence, which is translated from Hebrew. So I don't know how it sound, but she says like, Amanda, it's like, sun- it's sunny. So you're hot. Meaning like, you you just did like a huge change so like hence anxiety but I wasn't connecting the dots it's like why is this happening and what does this even have to do with anything it's like what do you mean you just literally moved transitional periods are like so triggering for mental illness right so it took like I would say that's why when I get asked sometimes like I'm moving to a new place like any suggestions I'm like give it a year like a year like not like a month two months three months like 
Cause maybe it started getting better, but it was only probably like a year later where it was like, okay, things are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. was it like, was it really circumstantial, your anxiety? Like, did it start to lessen as you got your footing and made more friends? Or was it like, did you have to do some other work? Like, were you in therapy? And was there Well, no, I went right when I was like, okay, this is getting bad. Like, yeah, started you can't like therapy. leave your house when you're having panic attacks. Yeah. Oh my God. And it was like, I was just starting a new job and I actually oh. had to tell them that like, I have to leave. And luckily, like I did, I do believe in like, just kind, kind of like, you know, luck or, or yeah. because I literally couldn't go to the job. And I was right. like, I can't, I was like, listen, I took this job too quickly. I just moved here. Like I didn't tell them the extent of it, but they were so understanding. And they were like, listen, like work from home. And this was way before COVID or anything. Yeah. So I was working from home. So luckily, like I had distraction oh, and could good. keep working and was still making money. But, but yeah, it was at that point. So I went to therapy and I also got on Zoloft, like antidepressants. Yes. Which, you know, at the beginning, and I say this because I think it's so helpful for people to hear, is like at the beginning, it was like, why me? You know, like I moved here because I moved here. I have to be on medication, which like, you're like, if I just didn't do it, this wouldn't happen. I wouldn't have to be. So I had like a really like toxic relationship with like even taking the pill every day. But this is amazing that you're saying that because Mm -hmm. I was just having a conversation with someone and we were talking about like the shame of like taking pills and like having to like when I started my antidepressant I would like take it every three days or like I was so dangerous about it or like go completely off cold turkey just because like I was like oh I feel okay but I was so inconsistent about it just because I don't think I really accepted the fact that I had to take it let alone every day that I just handled it in a really dangerous way like I didn't understand that it actually messes with your brain chemistry so like taking it inconsistently is insanely dangerous and problematic you know yeah it's so true that like your relationship with it and it's like I saw it like really happening like now or like when it when I realize okay this is helping me and this is how I'm maintaining like a good you know balance in my life like literally I'll be like like I'll like you know (laughs) yes Um, because, you know, when I learned to associate it with good things, like a, you know, people talking about it and knowing that so many people deal with it, have to take it, whatever, whatever, knowing that it's so such a good comparison to say, you know, if you have diabetes, you fucking take your medicine. And if you are sick, you take your medicine. So you know, and I even have to like convince, like my mom will be like, well, you're not going to take it for life. And I'll be like, and if I am, you know, I have to also like kind of make other people feel are okay with that, you know? Um, it's so true. So you have to be really like believing it. Like even my husband, when we wanted to have a baby, um, at first we talked about, and I agreed, like, I don't blame him. I was kind of like, even though, uh, I, I was told that it was safe. I was like, listen, I I'm in a good place. I want to try without it. Like, why wouldn't I try without it? This is something I think about all the time. Yeah. So I tried to get off of it. But I made a promise to myself of like, Amanda, you're in a really good place now. So I do feel confident that I can. But if for two seconds, you're feeling like shit again, you will not stay in that place for months. Like you will get back on it and say you tried. like yes, whatever. You won't be too proud. No, I won't yeah. be too proud. So I tried and I did backtrack legit. And like, do you know if it's like in I your know. head? Do you know? No, you don't. I know. You don't. And no. like. 
you don't. But I did backtrack. I did give it a little bit of time. And then I was like, fuck this. Went to like a psychiatrist, went to, you know, my gyno and got like kind of stamps of approval from everyone that I can, that you can uh, safely uh, be pregnant while taking an SSRI, which like, again, if you guys are thinking about it, talk to your doctor, but there are uh, ones that are like, you're not going to get a stamp of approval from like, you know, a fucking medical book because no one does research on pregnant women, but um, what they call it is risk versus benefit. So, you know, happy mom, happy baby kind of thing. And the risk becomes very, very small and much smaller than you being stressed your entire pregnancy being. And again, the same friend that I was telling you said, if it's hot, you know, if it's sunny, you're hot. She also said when I, well, she told me this after I tried to get off and I was like, my anxiety is coming back. And I remember she was like, Amanda, of course, like you're like, you got off to get pregnant. Like getting pregnant is stressful on its own. Like she was like, I would need to up my dose. (laughs) 150%. (laughs) Like she was like, I would need to take more, like not fucking get off of it. So that made a lot of sense to me too. Um, And I feel really lucky at the place I am now because listen, going through pregnancy, have like birth, having a baby. Like, I don't know that if I wasn't on medication or what, or hadn't gotten to the place that being on meds and therapy brought me to, like, maybe that's how I avoided postpartum. Like maybe I don't fucking know, but I'm just really content. Um, like when my anxiety is at at bay, I'm like, thank the anxiety gods, yes. you know, like, let's not yes. awaken them. Truly, like, let's, let's not touch fate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's like what you're saying is so important because I do believe that there's something psychological about if you have bad feelings about a medication you're taking, like, I feel like the efficacy will change. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have, I have no science to prove that, but I just feel like if you feel like it's not working, you're ashamed of it, like it's not going to work as well. So when I studied abroad in college, I, I went to Barcelona. I was literally not lying. I was going to go to Argentina for the hot guys, but it didn't work out with my credits. So I was like, okay, we'll find some hotties in Barcelona, <laughs> which I didn't. That's where I went abroad. Oh, really? Yeah. Barcelona? Barcelona. Oh, that's I so was funny. stupid and had a boyfriend, but yes. Oh, that is stupid. Yeah, Did you have fun? <laughs> I had, um, actually, no, (laughs) it's like when we first started dating. So like, you know, when you like, don't want to leave each other's side, Mm. we've been together for seven years now, but like at the time it was like, I couldn't breathe without him. I was like 19 or whatever. But I mean, I had so much fun. I went with my two best friends from college and like the three of us had so much fun, but not like classic study abroad cultured experiences. We like more so watched Grey's Anatomy every night in bed and like, really enjoyed ourselves. I need to do it over. I need a 27 year old, like studying abroad moment. (laughs) Oh my God. So you're with him for so many years. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I didn't have a good time in Barcelona because that's where I got my first panic attack. I don't know how this became anxiety based, but yeah, I don't blame Barcelona. Like I would totally go back. You can go to Barcelona. You won't get a panic attack necessarily. Yeah, I right. I, I don't associate it with the, with the place. It's just like the experience that I had and being away from home and yeah. not having a fucking phone at that time. Yeah. It was like, I had like a fucking SIM that I had to plug. It was like different times. I feel old. So then when I had my first panic attack there and got back to the States and then the, like my doctor was like, oh, let's go on Zoloft. Like you had anxiety. It was really bad. 
I took it, but like legit for a month, like you were saying, hid it in my like sock drawer. So my roommates in college didn't see and was like, I need to wean. I need to wean off. And my mom totally supported our like self-weaning process because God forbid, you know, I take something, but it was less normalized then. Nobody was talking about it when I was in college, which was like between 2006, 2000, to like 2008, looking back, it makes sense. It makes sense that that's how I felt because it wasn't what it is now. It wasn't as normalized as it is now. And that's why I am so happy to like share about it because I know that when I would like, I don't know, read an article that Kristen Bell, you know, takes fucking, I don't know, Lexapro or Amanda Seyfried uh, took antidepressants while she was pregnant. It doesn't make you happy, like, oh, yay, they're fucking dealing with shit. But you're like, oh, my God, like, that person who seems like this is also dealing with this. And it makes you feel, and at my time, it it was much, much less. And even now, people are like, normalized, normalized, but it's so much more normalized, whereas then it wasn't. So my relationship with, with then was way even worse than this time. But now, no, now I'm like, I'm like, listen. I don't, yeah. So. Yeah, you can't. No, that's literally the premise of this podcast. So thank you for saying that because oh, it's like, okay. no, like you need to know that the women like you or like that you think have it all figured out or like that have their lives together and whatever have like struggle with the same things you do. It also gives you the language to talk about it, you know, and it gives you like, you can say to your parents, well, like you like Kristen Bell, you know, or whatever these <laughs> struggles or if your parents are yeah. big Kristen Bell fans, yeah, yeah. you know, no, but like really it's important. Helps. Representation like that is super important. Yeah. And you, I see the response from people too, when I talk about it and, you know, people that say, you know, just so many people need that validation that it's, totally. that it's okay. Totally. Okay. Let's take a quick break and we will be right back. So you're by far one of my favorite follows on Instagram, just because following you is like getting a break from all of the nonsense and like filtered pictures and curated profiles, like You're just a breath of fresh air of like this unfiltered fresh air. But are you somehow magically exempt from comparing yourself to other women online or do you do it too? That's a good question. I think at the beginning when I started my account. How long ago did you start it? So in my despair, uh, when I moved here, it was born out of that tough time, which I always say that like good things happen when it's shitty, you know what Absolutely. I mean? It's never Diamonds like you're like, under pressure. Joy! And yeah, legit. It's that. So yes. I was feeling really anxious and depressed. And that's when I was like, it, and, and it wasn't even born from a place of like, let me start this account. Like I'm not a very long term, like I've tried to get better at like the business side of things, but I'm very like, it's my hobby and I love doing it. Like kind of vibe, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. So when I started, it wasn't even for like followers. It was like, I noticed that people were like using Instagram, that it wasn't just like, oh, have a personal account, post your pictures, but people were writing funny things and like became more like of a bloggy vibe. So I was like, oh, I want to start an account. Literally was like a bedtime thought, like a thought of like you're in bed and thinking about tomorrow. And the next day I opened my account. And I think that once I started gaining like small success then I had a very comparative nature because I was following all these accounts that were much bigger than me but were kind of doing the same vibe then I was like 
I will never get there. Like I'm too late. Uh I didn't pioneer the road. So that's my competitive comparative nature was happening at the beginning. And I actually removed myself. So I literally suggested this to people like unfollow. Like if you follow anybody that even if it's like, oh, you like their Mm -hmm. content, but it doesn't make you feel good. Um, And it wasn't making me feel good because I would say, you know, and I would just have have like bad feelings towards them, towards myself. So I unfollowed and actually some accounts I like refollowed, you know, now when I'm like, I feel good about myself, I'm not comparing as much anymore. So definitely professionally, I think it's hard Mm -hmm. not to in this industry, in any industry, but in one that is so like visual on Mm -hmm. the outside world. Mm -hmm. But I really do feel and so gross to say, but like really hashtag bless and in awe and appreciative and grateful for any second that I get to do what I like to do. So at this point, like I I'm in such, like I can be happy for other people and not be like, Oh, because they're successful. It means that I right. can't be, but you had to get to that point. Had to, Oh my God. Had to 100% get to it. You still have moments, you know, but in terms of body jealousy of pe- the way mm-hmm. people look and shit like that, like, I'm 33. Like, I think I've come a long way from like looking at magazines yeah. and saying, oh, like, why don't I totally. look like that? Like, but so I can still like admire Hailey Bieber. Like, is she a work yes. of art? Yes. Like, I'm just a fucking, like, it's abnormal. But I also know that's like, that's not me and it's okay. So I don't get sucked into comparing myself to like models or, but I won't also put myself in the situation like to follow people that could make me feel bad about myself. No, it's so true. Curating your own timeline, like even just muting if you don't have the balls to like unfollow is super important. Yeah. Or like your explore page. Like I don't fucking want to see the D'Amelio's. Like I don't like it. I don't know why Instagram. In their little crop tops. Yes. I don't know why Instagram want, like it's like you like Addison Rae, you might might like this. I'm like, like, no, no, I don't. (laughs) No, but that, but it, so I literally, I'm like not interested. Right. Not interested. But but I think it's so normal. But like, I don't go down that road. And I also don't go down the road of like, well, they're rich and they have money so they can afford personal chefs and personal trainers. Like, I don't even like it's not it's not there for me. Like people we know, like, for example, the Kardashians, like, yeah, do they have a private trainer and a private chef? Yes. But like, yes, to say that if I have had a private trainer and a private chef that I would you know, have the body of my dreams. That's not right. for sure. You know, like I could have a personal trainer and be like, not doing it. Like, or hundred percent or have my fucking personal chef make me pasta every day. Yes. So I try to not do that, but it's totally normal too. You know, it's hard as far as trolls go. What still gets to you? I think anything that's not positive, like zings you. Yeah. Cause I was gonna say with anxiety, I'd be like, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's hard. I mean, it comes in waves. Like sometimes it's just like all positive and you feel mm-hmm. really great. And then there could be like, you know, you'll post one thing and you'll get some judgment. Um, I also used to be like really easy on the block one on the yeah. block uh, thing button. Uh, but now I'm like, that's so stupid. Like, I know, like have them if they don't like you, cause I'd be like, you don't like me. Like, why, yeah, why are you, you why are you following me? Yeah. So, so I'd be like, here, let's make it easier for you. But now I'm like, no, like let them make it easier for them. Like if they hate me and they're hate following, then 
then deal with it. A hundred percent. But listen, there are things like any person that can get like, like anything that is negative can get to you. I also like react like so if I'll get a message like that he is even disagreeing with me, I'd be like, well, blah, blah, like and I'll see it like yes. I'll just get or I just want to scream sometimes like I'm not saying I'm right about everything. I'm saying my opinion on my page and this isn't always an open conversation of, oh, right. well, what do you think? And what do you think? And what do you think? Like, yes. I'm just saying what I think, which for some reason people care about, I don't know why, but it doesn't mean that it's right or it doesn't mean that right. it's right for you. Um, so sometimes that can get overwhelming when you make like an opinion about something. But I love that you're not tempted to delete it because I'll get one comment like, you know, you shouldn't, whatever it is, like put metal in the microwave or like something. Okay, that's a bad example because I know that you're not supposed to put metal in a microwave. So please don't come for me. You mean like a comment on a picture, right? No, or even like a story. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. God forbid someone disapproves of the way in which I'm doing something. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I think it's good that like, I love reading messages. And, and when my account was smaller, it's like I would read them all. Like I was mm -hmm. a type A, read them all. Now, like it's gotten to a point where you can't. I can't. Yeah. But I love skimming and like just seeing sometimes people send me interesting things. So it's yeah. like, I don't want to miss shit. You know, I don't. So it's hard because like, what if you miss a really important message from somebody or. Yeah. So I at least try to like skim like. And that's what I do when I really have downtime. Like when I really have downtime, I'll be like, skim a rim. Like, okay. let's just see. And that's when like that girl popped up that was like, she's the worst. And I was yeah. like, wait, me? <laughs> so that didn't like offend me. But I'm so introspective that I'm like, what did I do? Was right. I a little amrata? Like I might have been a little amrata. And then, you know, you know what I had to stop myself from doing? I literally was going to put up a slide of like, I get why she's that. Like literally, like explaining myself. Yes. Like I took the yes. pic because I wanted to show and the I'm skims. And I'm so happy you didn't do that. <laughs> I took. I literally you know? stopped because I was like, "Oh, you know why? This is what happened. I actually think I posted it without the explanation and said it was a little amrata. Like, sorry. Yeah. But at first, I had like a whole explanation, and then I got a couple messages that were like, "It totally was, but I still love you." Or like, "It was a little thirsty, but you get it, mama." And I was like, "Okay, this is already <laughs> annoying me." So I'm going to save myself because sometimes you have to protect yourself, you know? Yes. And that's yes. also another way to look at it. Like, I want to protect myself. I don't need an influx of now. Right. Like, oh, my God. It was totally thirsty. Totally. Yeah. Like, no. Like, I, I like, let me protect myself. It's done. It's posted. So many people were, like, amazing. Three people were annoying. And if I, the thing is negativity brings negativity. Totally. So a lot of times when trolls send me things and I posted it, it would bring like more. Yeah. Because they would either be like, I agree or whatever, or it would just perpetuate another troll to be like, oh, it gets under her skin. So totally. That's true. It's and I see so many celebrities and influencers do that kind of shit. Like they'll get a mean message and they'll post it. Yeah. And I get I get it. I get that it's burning inside of you to be like, this person is horrible and look at what they said to me. Go kill them, you know? But I think it makes shit so much worse. So it's true. I really try not to. But protect yourself, you know, if you feel like something's gonna make your life harder you know like then like you don't owe anybody anything you don't know the internet anything so so do you ever get like insider info that you're like I can't share that oh my god so much really yeah like Dumois kind of stuff 
The thing is, I'm not demois. So yeah, like, so it's not like spotted. No, it's not spotted. But what I mean by insider info is like I'll have famous people share things with me that are not for sharing. But they just know I love it. So they'll tell me. Yeah, but that's cool. You really play yeah. both sides of the fence. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't care about sharing it. I'm not like, fuck, I can't share it. I'm like, oh, no, you're God, tell happy me. you know it. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm happy I know it. Like, give me it. Like, tell me all the secrets. Totally. Who's the one person, like, if someone tells you a secret that, like, is an automatic you tell? Your sister or your husband? Oh, deaf my sister, my I little know. sister. She I know, lives me too. For, I've told my sister. She fucking lives. Like, she's so cute. Like, yesterday, I like called her at like 9 p.m. and she's like, hello. She's like, so happy. And I'm like, why are you so happy? She's like, are you kidding me? Kim followed you today. And I was like, you're still happy about that? Like, I'm even like for like in a normal mood again. Yes. But she is so That's like sweet. she lives it with me. So she's definitely the first person and she knows everything. And I mean, it kind of when I started doing more celebrity stuff, it was like instead of DMing her, I just post it. Like right. That's kind of how it started. Like, That's what it feels just, like. That's kind of how it was like, because I remember at the beginning, she was like, Amanda, you used to send me all this shit. Now you right. just post it right away and I need to see it on your Instagram. So Yes. Oh my. So how do you decide what to post and what not to? I literally don't. Post I literally everything. post everything. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm like the opposite of curated. If yes, you will. but that is why everyone loves you. <laughs> you know? It's literally like the ugliest, like, pfft, like font on like, it's just, it's just not pretty. But it's perfect. Oh you know, God, thank you. But uh, okay, as the Instagram expert, I'm going to ask you a couple rapid fire things about your Instagram opinion. What's your go to Instagram comment on someone else's picture? Oh my God, fire emojis? Fire emojis, probably me too. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking lame. I'm going to ask you a question I know the answer to, but I think it should be a PSA. What's your view on photo dumps? No. <laughs> but you agree with me? I fucking hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I fucking hate them. Yes. I mean, I hate them. Mostly because of the caption. I don't hate the dump itself, but I mean, I'm the biggest hypocrite ever. I do dumps all the time. I, I take a dump here or there all the time. I hate it, but I hate it because like it's 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 just so lazy and it's so like I'm here like thinking of captions and it's not a dump. I think the thing is this the photo dump started because people were actually just like emptying their phone yeah. on a roll. Now it's like three pretty pictures from like yes. the same scenic thing and yes. it's like photo dump no <laughs> no it's not i've oh, done one it. of those for sure <laughs> i hate it that's so funny though i love that okay what would you say the instagram etiquette is if you accidentally react to someone's story or if you like accidentally respond to a poll and like you did not mean to oh my god do not fucking say i didn't do mean not to don't oh my god oh my god oh my god i hate just, that shit just leave it leave it social suicide it's like oh my god no how dare you think i like care about your content no oh my god no the thing is like it depends right if you're like a private account and you have 300 friends and you accidentally hearted a fucking guy you went to high school with i don't know but it's like when you have followers and you're not really seeing everything yes. to, to get messages like from a girl that never even interacted with you like oh my god I didn't mean to send that and you see it like three <laughs> months later you're like what what so no and no to the poll even though I did find my friend once and like the 
should I do a podcast? Like before I started the podcast, I found my friend and like the nose. And she was and then she was like, uh, like, I'd appreciate if like a friend said it was a mistake, but like not a a, a random follower. Yeah, because yeah. there's sometimes like you're like, wait, what? Like it is like <laughs> offensive. Yeah. OK, so do you think that if someone like that you just met follows you, do you have to follow them back? Yeah. Yeah. It's manners. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. OK. I love all those answers. What's a way in which you're currently working on yourself these days? I'm trying to not take other people's bullshit on me. Like there's in Hebrew, a sentence that says like, it's yours. Mm. Like it's not mine. Mm -hmm. It's yours. I like that. And it's just like a lot of times we take shit on ourselves that isn't ours. Like absolutely. If a friend is upset with you, of course, try to find out why. But if it's like actually not yours and you've done everything, then it's like you can't carry someone else's burden right like very few things are actually personal or about right. the thing itself you and know about the thing itself and like when you're a busy person you have a lot going on and then add to that like your stress and your fan yeah then it's like to take on somebody else's stress and like I t- I feel everything like because of I think as depression anx- you like feel everything yeah and because I'm an anxious person it's like I'll like feel it in my chest. I'm like, I don't need this fucking chest palpitation from fucking that. My sister, you know, my my older sister is upset. I didn't come over tonight. Like, no. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I love that. And what's the most off brand thing about you? What would your Instagram followers be shocked to know? Oh my God. (laughs) We're going there. Well, I don't know if this is off brand, but maybe they would be shocked to know that I sleep with tape on my eye to keep my Stop. eye closed because I had um your whole life have you done that no 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 like a few years ago when I was living in Israel I had Bell's palsy oh no you way. know when people's face yes. goes so luckily I got it just in my eye it was so weird it was like wow. just my eye all of a sudden wasn't shutting so it went away for the most part I still see like a glimmer of it yeah, of most course. people don't but at night if I don't shut it it gets really dry, so oh, it's really no sexy. Photo freeze of tape. <laughs> and then if, like, my husband wants, like, g- get shit going, and yeah. I'm like, hold on. the tape on. <laughs> Just, like, such a sexy beast. It's like so instead really of the bra, sexy. we've graduated to the eye tape. Like, literally, like. <gasps> Is go. it, like, scotch? It's Just... it's for sensitive skin. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. it's, like, body tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so where can everyone find you? What do you have coming up? Not skinny but not fat on Instagram and my podcast, not skinny but not fat. Uh no. I mean nothing nothing to annoyingly plug at this point. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. You Jay, are even better. You. You're a dream. You're even better in person or on Zoom. You're so fun. Thank you so much for I having me. I loved this me. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, babe. Bye. Amanda is one of those people that actually is 10 times, actually maybe all people are better off Instagram, but Amanda really is. I couldn't have imagined her to be any better because I love following her on Instagram so much, but she was just better in person. She was so much fun. I was smiling for like two hours after this episode and even listening back to it. I hope you guys had fun with us. That's it for me today. If you're liking this podcast, I have to shamelessly ask that you please rate and subscribe and comment on the podcast page. It would help me so much and just help this podcast grow. So if you're liking what we're doing over here, please, please do one of those three things or all of them. 
Or if you want to DM me on Instagram, you can always find me there. Probably 24 fucking 7 because I'm never off that app. At Jade Iovine. I have a phone number that you can text and leave a voicemail on. So there's all these different ways to contact me. And I'm always wanting to hang with you guys and talk to you more. So I'm always around. But now I got to go. So I'll see you guys next week. Bye.